Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid. Let's do this thing. The Raging Redhead, a.k.a. Roddy Rugg, steps up and in. We've got a ton of stuff uh, to hit. We've got NASCAR. We've got golf. Uh, we've got NBA news. Uh, Major League Baseball, too depressing to talk about. We've talked enough Major League Baseball and uh, and their dispute Enough. Let's talk about what's going on. We've got German Bundesliga soccer. We've got NASCAR. We've got UFC again. Uh, that's right. Uh, we're not done uh, with the fights, although we'll focus more on the fights uh, on uh, on Friday's uh, program. I think it's time to uh, to um, step onto the track, uh, so to speak. We're going to talk NASCAR. Little NHL news as well. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. What's going on, Cam? Hey, what's happening, Marenzi? No, it's getting good, buddy. And they talk about a couple more horse tracks opening up. So uh, we're a lot of positives here. This is good stuff, buddy. I'm very, very, very exciting. And one in my backyard set to open up very soon as well. So this is good news for everybody. And hopefully, uh, you know, uh, everybody will follow suit. But uh, so far, so good. It's getting better. Well, one thing, uh, there's been a lot of negativity and a lot of talk about Major League Baseball uh, this week, and you know, rightfully so. I think there's a lot of hurdles, obviously, that we've gone through. They're so far away uh, from playing, but the NBA is another story. And uh, Wojo reported earlier in the week um, that NBA players, 400 uh, of them, um, we're going to do a poll, a simple yes or no. Should we do this? Do you want to play? Yes or no? And you know, the, the promise was that it won't be disclosed the exact numbers. Uh, but the reports are that it was overwhelmingly positive about play. And what I loved about this actually is, and, and I don't want to hear anybody comparing, well, welcome well, baseball then if NBA. What I loved about the NBA, no player, and only a few players have talked about it, but no player has come out and said, you know, the NBA playoffs and the title means that much. They all say the same thing. It's a lot of money on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the honesty. Yeah, I do like too. even LeBron, even yeah. LeBron, you know, man, this affects the CBA moving forward, <laughs> salary caps moving forward. And NBA players like basically have told each other, listen, we're going to lose money if we don't do this. And this is amazing. This might surprise people. And it blows me away. It doesn't, it doesn't because I'm horrible with money. And uh, truth be told, uh, you didn't go to Georgetown accounting either. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, that's, so, uh, that's a good point. <laughs> CJ McCollum of the Portland Trailblazers, uh, Portland Trailblazers says that nearly 50% of NBA players live paycheck to paycheck. That's insane. Hey, let's give ourselves a little bit of the Barry Horowitz here. We're not making NBA money. What are these guys? That's the thing. They get money. It's like, hey, I'm going to buy a Rolls. I'll buy my mom that new house. Hey, that Rolex I've been eyeing. I think I'll buy it now. That's the thing. Not to mention kidding? all the pregnant strippers. Oh, yeah, good point. Alimony <laughs> is probably big on the list, too, Retsy. Oh, God, those chicks I got to pay off? Oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> like, right now, there's an NBA player thinking, man, like, I, I got like I got serious monetary issues. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, NBA players are, like, the worst with the money. Like, they really are bad with money, these kids in the NBA. So it doesn't surprise me. And I remember somebody once told me, 
um, somebody once told me, I told her, you know what? I said, um, I said, I'm going to start making some real money soon. And she goes, well, you'll just start placing bigger bets anyways. Exactly. Great. <laughs> and so you, and, you and I are different yep. in the sense that, like, we couldn't bet it all the way if we played in the NBA. But we'll get to this uh, in a second. <laughs> we want to welcome everybody listening to Game Time Decisions, SB Nation Radio, the loudest station in the nation. I am Gable Brunson throwing it down with the raging redhead Cam Stewart. Let's do this thing. We got a ton of stuff to break down. A lot of NASCAR talk, guys. Uh, Jordan Bianchi is going to step up and join us from The Athletic. This guy knows everything about uh, NASCAR. We're going to jump in. Um, we're going to jump on the track. We're going to give you some picks. Although we'll lock in the best bets tomorrow. We'll give you trends, facts, um, how they put all of this together and everything else uh, in between. NBA basketball. NBA basketball players, 400 players, uh, did a um, an internal poll. And um, it was a simple yes or no. Do you want to continue? Should we go to Orlando or Vegas and do this? It sounds like Orlando is, is actually the place. And supposedly it was a pretty positive yes. Uh, number one, there's 21%. Um, there's $850 million of player salary on the table. It's a lot of money. And they want it. Yes. <laughs> Give it to me. They want it and they need it. And I love the honesty about it. And they all say, yeah, yeah, you know, I'd like to win a championship, but there's a lot of stake here. You're <laughs> you right, know? Dave. You're oh, right. I'd like to win a championship. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. The playoffs are cool, but, man, there's a lot of money, and this kind of affects us moving forward. Like, they lose all this money, suddenly their salary cap is lower. And in the NBA, all these players always kick the can down the road camp. Oh, I'll sign a two-year deal, and I'll get more money down the road. Now they're like, oh, my God, there's not going to be that money there anymore. We better play. And I don't want to hear about how their heroes and baseball players are jerks. There's a big-ass difference, guys, between being asked to fly around a virus-laden country in the middle of a pandemic from yep. city to city or and going to Disney, Disney World. World for five weeks. Yeah, and, and Disney I World. I really can't think about yeah. it. Some of those teams will only be there for a week. They're going to get bounced. That's okay. it's only like two teams it'll be there for a month anyways. It's an excellent point. And look at and you know, you you've been to Disney where we've been to Orlando. The oh, land there, exactly. it's absolutely insane. You could stay there. You gotta love it, man. Yeah, I'm down with it too. But I love the NBA players. Give me the money. They're all about <laughs> the money. Give me the money. But <laughs> the best part is I want to get into this a little bit actually. Because each each league has a stereotype about it. Yeah. Each athlete has a stereotype about them. That's very and true. And it's crazy to say, but all these stereotypes are kind of like playing to form here yeah. as this plays out uh, right now. <laughs> like, it really is. And, and we'll get into this. Uh, but as I stated, uh, the baseball stuff is just kind of depressing. And, you know, people tune into the show, you guys are going to think we're well, like the 60 minutes of sports or something like that. I'm breaking down issues and legal, uh, you know, issues and uh, CBA agreements. Today we're going to tell you about a crazy-ass parlay that a guy won in Las Vegas betting on ping pong. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and I'm also on the loudest station in the nation. I said the loudest station in the nation. SB Nation Radio. I'm Morenci, throwing it down with a Ranger Redhead. Cam Stewart, a lot of stuff uh, to get to. Um, as I was just saying a couple of minutes ago, you know, there's so much talk right now about 
about contracts, about uh, players, will they play, leagues, are they coming back? Uh, but we know the UFC is back. Uh, we know NASCAR is back. We know the Bundesliga is back. We know we've got a skins game uh, this weekend as well. It's actually four freaking sporting events, man. Four. No, Dave, and they're, play, they're playing golf tournaments too. Like you go take a look at, it's already started by while we're doing the show. Like they're playing a t golf tournament in Scottsdale with guys who used to be on the PGA tour, kind of like, you know, the web.com tour. So there's a lot of things going on. It's, it's slow, but sure. A lot of these things are like lower tier leagues, but they're warming up and we're getting to the big boys real soon. So you know what we are sometimes, Hey, we got to break down the issues, but I think we're the bearers of good news because sports is coming back at a big time rate. Oh, and tomorrow, Friday show, guys, nothing but picks. It's going to be game time decisions, old school style. UFC picks for the card, uh, Saturday's <laughs> UFC card. NASCAR picks for the race. Golf picks. picks. Bundesliga picks. Picks, picks, picks. We're going to have more picks than Carl Malone and John Stockton did uh, with, the, uh, with the Utah Jazz. Uh, but, so let's just blast through and get people caught up to date. And as I was saying earlier, it's amazing to me how... You know, each league and athletes sort of have a stereotype about them. And let's start off with baseball. When, when, when people think of baseball, you hear, you know, people think baseball, number one, they make a ton of money. Rich guys, for sure. Rich yep. guys. Number two, guaranteed contracts. Number three, baseball players don't get pushed around like the yep. other leagues. Do. Exactly. That's the big thing. Oh, yeah, baseball, oh, those guys. Yeah, that, oh, that, that union. Oh, yeah. Here we are right now. Basically, what, what's going on? Owner's proposal, preferred plan. Major League Baseball Players Union, get bent. <laughs> Blow me. <laughs> they're like, yeah, whatever. Good for you. you know, they're like, yeah, that's good for you guys, your preferred plan. Have fun with that. Uh, oh, Mark Teixeira, of all guys. Mark Teixeira says, you know, you know, this is a year you should take one. Uh, normally, I wouldn't say this, but yeah, you, yeah. Know, you should accept less money. He was one of the greediest players yeah, ever, this guy. I know, I saw the thing. I, I'm you were the, all about money. I'm watching the interview on ESPN. I was like, do you remember Tashir? Like, do you remember who you are? You were begging for every little cent. He he would never take less money. Dude, it's unbelievable. to sign when I know. because like a $4 million bonus wasn't enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, take one for the team. Yeah, it's nice that you're retired, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you'll take one for the team. Make $222 million. Yeah, take one for the team. Yeah, it's unbelievable, these guys. Do you even remember? Like oh, I said, know. <laughs> for the good of America. I'm like, you know, there's 259 dudes not from America in the league. And I don't really think, you know, Yasil Puig's very concerned about the politics oh. of this uh, right now. Uh, but anyway, so baseball sort of has the reputation of, yeah, yeah, they're not going to get a push around. All right. Um, um, NFL players have a reputation of getting pushed around and they're dumb and, and they'll do whatever the league tells them to do. And it's exactly what's going on right now. Yes, sir. Virtual camp. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's so, jump. How high, how high should we jump? Dude, yeah. yeah. Try to get, try to get Kyle Lowry on a virtual like a talk right now. He'll be like, what? <laughs> Remember <laughs> Allen Iverson practice. You were right about you were right about basketball players too because they even had an interview with Fred Van Fleet. His setup looked like worse than my setup that I used to have with the Walmart posters. He had no pictures, no nothing, just like blinds and. Oh, and I love these guys. I know it's like, dude, Eric don't you? Chewbacca's got like Toronto Raptor like tracksuits lying on his floor. <laughs> He's got like uh, like boxes sideways. Like I, I was like, dear God, like he really his place looks like mine. There's nothing there. He's got nothing. I told like you. Sergey Bach is like standing in an empty condo, basically in quarantine. He actually had to self-isolate for real too, for 14 days. 
He's got nothing there, Cap. Except for a peanut butter and jam sandwich because he, he works great. He had a couple of like those old barbells and stuff like that. Like, really, like it's amazing when you see some of these NBA guys we've seen her play. And the Raptors are worse. Like they it's live the in, best. like they all have money. <laughs> So they live in these monster places, but they have no furniture in it, right? Exactly, exactly. I've seen so many of these kids during this lockdown. I'm like, damn, that's a nice place. And I start laughing because I never have furniture. And I'm like, yeah, these kids, what do they need furniture for? You know, the kid's got a bed. He's got his TV. He's got a hoop in the back. He's got this massive compound. True, man. No, I, I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, not even one piece. You said, you're right. Every Raptor I've seen interviewed boxes with clothes come. I say, who are these guys? But anyway, uh, yeah, I guess they need the money. Gave more, right, money. So, more money. So NBA players are known. They love the game. Yes, they do. A lot of people think NBA players are more in, into it for, like, the dunks, the three-point shots, the lifestyle, than winning championships. It depends. And, and what happens now, you hear? Yeah, 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 we want to play for a title, but, man, it's a lot of money at stake here. And, yeah, you know, it's a lot, a lot of money. And then I get to the NHL players. Oh, and, listen, I think the NHL players uh, get too much of a uh, sainthood painted on them. Like, yeah. they're the greatest guys and all this stuff. Trust me. They're no, not, no, they're, they're more not. racist per capita. Like, and we're not going to throw anything. Like, look what's happened with Brendan Leipzig, all these guys. A lot. Of, let's call it out for what it is. I love the game, but we, we've played it. There's a lot of pigs. Guys you played with, absolute pigs. You know, dirt bags. I love hockey, but uh, you're right. Some of them, Sidney Crosby, great guy. McKin like, that's the thing. There's some really, re Jonathan Taves, amazing human being. But Gabe, I'm with you. I think they paint the whole thing. Oh, what a great bunch of guys. There's a lot of dirt bags, too. Let's call it out for what it is. Yes. Yeah, um, so I wasn't going to go down this road cab of trying to yep. rip NHL players, but as I was I don't want to do it either, but I did it because we got to be yeah. real, right? But NHL players talking about coming back, they, um, they they haven't talked about the money actually, and yeah. it really is true. Like the coaches, the general managers, the players, they all say the same thing. I want to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. They all say the same thing, as in, you know what? If they, if if there's a chance to play, we should play because there's an opportunity to win the Stanley Cup, and that's you know it shows the competitive like, and that's what. That's what I was saying, Cam. Not that they're all jerks. No, no, no. I get what but, you're saying. What I was saying was, and I'll get over it, I'm just saying everybody thinks, oh, the good old guys and stuff. No, there's a yeah, lot of I know, guys, I know, we know, but we know. there's some bad dudes, too, so let's not call them saints. Exactly. You know, but you, it shows the competitive spiritness yeah. of, of the NHL players, which is something that they have, something that they have, um, that that is their reputation. And right. NHL players care about winning more than other, and, you know, and they kind of do. They do. And in a sense, they kind of do. And, you know, don't kid yourself. NHL players are about money as much as any other athlete is. But there is a sense, there is, it means more. Like the Stanley Cup, there's a yeah. saying in sports, it's the hardest trophy to win in sports. And, you know, I, I'm not saying that it doesn't mean as much to a guy to win a World Series but or but. To, to win you know, to win a championship. And even the NBA, NBA is pretty big, man, because once you get that ring, you get the rep and stuff, it, it matters. But with hockey, you get your damn name on the cup. And the injuries these guys play with compared to other sports, sorry, you got to give them credit. How many guys playing with broken feet? Oh, that's a grind. That's what I'm talking about. They're but tough. when you win a Super Bowl, they don't put your name on a Vince Lombardi trophy. Correct. When you win a World Series trophy, they don't put your name on a World Series trophy. Mm -hmm. 
You get a ring and you move on and that's it. And uh, whatever, you get invited to uh, card shows for the rest of your life. You win a Stanley Cup, they put your name on it. You're immortalized. Like you're engraved forever, well, for 100 plus years before they run out of room. Yeah. And they got to wipe you out like they're starting to do wipe out the old guys. (laughs) But uh, it just, there's something, there's something about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what hockey players have going for them right now. So it's amazing to me that um, that all these sort of, all the stereotypes of the leagues are sort of coming true. Yeah, baseball players are like, yeah, whatever, man. You know what I mean? You're not going to tell us what to do. And I don't think they're bad guys, baseball players. Nope. But they're not going to get pushed around. They're showing right now they're not going to get pushed around. NFL players will do whatever the hell Roger Goodell tells them to do. They're doing right now whatever the hell Roger Goodell tells them to do. NBA players love playing the game. Yeah, they want to win, but they love the money. They came out and said, yeah, yeah, we want to play, but man, there's a lot of money at stake. It'd be good. We don't want to leave it on the table. NHL players saying, hey, it's about the Stanley Cup, man. If we can play for a Stanley Cup, I want to play for a Stanley Cup. So it fascinated me how everything just sort of comes into place uh, here. Now we got the NASCAR guys uh, coming back, and these guys are hardcore. You know NASCAR guys are hardcore, but they also know that they're safer than everybody else, specifically a NASCAR driver. We're going to get into the safety uh, protocols that NASCAR is taking here. And truth be told, it's pretty damn safe if you're a driver. It's amazing, actually, how extreme. That NASCAR is going way more extreme than I even think they have to or I thought they were going to. We'll continue it on the other side. Bring it. You what? Hey, MLBPA. Yeah, I, I, I'm not uh, bashful enough not to take your money after the fact for having your back right now on this. <laughs> if you guys say, "Hey, man, Amarenci guys actually own one of the only few guys defending us," and yeah, exactly. Yeah, look we're here. Up. Yeah, look, yeah. look us up. Yeah, we like envelopes, big fat <laughs> ones. <laughs> I will say this too, and you saw the details too, Gabe. Like, 50-50 split with the owners. Like They're just throwing this stuff out. Like, the players are sitting there going, what, what, what are you talking about? Like, it's, it's not even, re- it's exactly what you said. It's not real. These are just things that they're throwing. And I'll tell you something. We're in middle May right now. There has to be a pre-exam. You can't just start. They have to have it. Then what are they talking? Three, three to four weeks of spring training? Okay, that's going to work. That's in the next month. Thanks. Half the players are Dominican Republic right now. Exactly. According to their plan, every guy would have to be back, quarantined, tested, and ready to go in six days, Cam. Exactly. Exactly. In a week. Yeah, you got a week. Yeah, you got two weeks for spring training starting in Florida. Yeah, well, I'm in in Venezuela right now. So what do you want me to tell you? Right? Like, airports are closed. What part of this do you get? You know what? I would, like I said, if I'm in the players' uh, union, I'd put it in all clauses of contracts. All owners must attend every game and sit in dugout. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure. That's a great say All owners, like yeah, owners, owners must uh, attend games as well. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what I mean? Not now. You guys don't. Like Cam Jones. Yep, yep, yep. You're yep. not sitting on a yacht while we play. Exactly. No, 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 no. You come. And no, 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 no. You come and sit in the dugout with us, too. Yep. You know, Sean Doolittle, and he's getting ripped, of course. Oh, you know, shut up. You're not a doctor and all that type of Doolittle's stuff. Doolittle's amazing. He raised a lot of good points, and this is this is a serious point, guys, far, as far as health issues concerned. Survivors of coronavirus, even younger survivors, millennials in their 20s, et cetera, um, a lot of them have severe long-term lung damage after the fact. Yep. Like, it just, and, like, it sticks in your lungs, and it, they, the doctors tell you point blank, listen, 
you've got lung issues now, like for the yeah. rest of your life. Like exactly. Your lungs are deteriorated. You've deteriorated lungs now capacity because of the virus. Not something that is particularly good for an athlete. And Doolittle brought it up then. You know, it's funny, but that wasn't in, in, in the owner's proposal either. Um, oh, yeah, so what happens if one of us gets coronavirus and we do have permanent lung damage or permanent injury yeah. and don't play? Uh, who's responsible for that? Like, who's going to be, who's going to compensate? Like, where's, where's the compensation? And, you know, and you see Congress can, they're, they're trying to pass a law and they're going to do it, that you can't sue anybody if you get... Game time decisions continues. Get on the grid at SportsGrid, sportsgrid.com. I am Gabriel Moretti. Throwing it down with the Raging Redhead Cab Store. You can find me on Twitter at SportsRage. You can find Cab at Cab Store Live. Uh, we'll get into uh, the NASCAR and NASCAR protocols. We're going to get dig deep into the NASCAR uh, return later on in the show uh, as well. Got a lot of uh, a lot of great storylines actually uh, with NASCAR returning. Uh, but uh, let's start off with some uh, some lighter news. Uh, right now. Congratulations to this uh, man. And it always happens to other people besides me and Cam, but yep. a better in Las Vegas won $25,000 <laughs> on a parlay. And he's like, how did he win a $25,000 parlay? What's he betting on? He bet on ping pong. Yeah. A guy in Nevada threw down $100 on a 10-game parlay. 10-match parlay. Table tennis. Yep. He went 10 for 10, and he won $24,741.40. All favorites. All favorites. He just parlayed every favorite. That's the crazy thing. Not um, one dog won. You know, table table tennis? <laughs> table tennis, a.k.a. ping pong, is a big sport internationally. Uh, this is um, this is the Russian uh, table tennis league that was going on. I got to be honest with you, me personally, I would uh, I would be very suspicious of this. I agree with you 100. percent First time like, I listened like to the story. I, exactly. oh, I believe the story. The story yeah. happened. The guy won the money. Yep. So the story is Will, William Hill's not making it up. No, they're not. The guy won the money, but I'd be weird. Put it this way, I'd be very like, I'd be weird. Next, this guy. Well, next time this guy places a table tennis. Uh, parlay, only because it's such a unique situation. Another thing is everything in Russia is corrupt. So all you know is ping pong fixed. I don't know, uh, but uh, going going ten for ten like that. And how many other times has this guy played these crazy parlays and didn't win? But nice story that the guy took the book for twenty five k. Yeah, no, it's a great story, Gabe. But I agree with you. Like when I look at the story, me and you've been gambling for a very long time. First thing I think about: how much does a ping pong player make? Would he like to shave off a guy a couple grand too in the parlay? Does he know anybody? Six degrees of separation, a friend of a friend, who knows? Because to do that is very, very difficult. It can happen, but I'm questioning yeah, I mean, it you too. You can't fix 10 matches. No, you can't fix 10 matches. But right, so. to, your, to your point though, I'd be very, very wary of this guy moving forward though. Like my deal is I'd be, I just want to know if he's Russian. Mm, like, yeah, That's the thing, if I was Will here, I'd look at his name and I'd say, you know, is this guy Russian? Like what, what does he know? Hell, and maybe you hire him as a, your ping pong handicapper, your ping pong <laughs> odds maker uh, after the fact. Uh, but I like to see these uh, stories. Uh, but as we stated, I mean, anyone who's throwing $100 down 
on a um, on a ten team uh, table tennis parlay is obviously someone that bets a lot and is a degenerate and has probably lost a lot on these uh, parlays. Uh, you know, I bet on table tennis. I've spent uh, I've bet on quite a bit of table tennis over the years actually, uh, but I've always considered when I start betting on ping pong, it's usually at about four or five in the morning. After a couple of drinks, and uh, not not even you know sometimes, but not even I've bet it sober a million times, but it's just the um, when you're it's normally when ping pong is on, it's in the middle of the night just because of the time zone differences of where ping pong is played. Yeah, and that's when you got to reconsider your life uh, decisions. Yeah, when you're when you're getting mad when there's two like a Dutch dude playing a Korean guy in ping pong at five in the morning from somewhere, oh. and you're snapping because the Korean guy's blowing the lead. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to yell at you, Gabe, because I've dipped into some interesting waters over the last little while. I've been told you I've discovered Swedish harness racing. They uh, race horses in Sweden that I've gone to, not just Australia and Hong Kong. I've kind of gone global. So I gave uh, the Swedish uh, harness racing a little bit of a dip. And uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I, I came top three. So I got no problem with that. But that's what's happening now. A lot of global events. So it it's fun once in a while to throw crazy stuff uh, at the wall, see if something can hit. Well, we've got, uh, speaking of throwing stuff at the wall, uh, we got the uh, the Skins game uh, this uh, this weekend, as well as the NASCAR. Of course, it's Dustin and Rory versus Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf. And let's take a look at the tail of the tape uh, here right now. Uh, obviously, all the money um, is expected, and we've seen the number go up. We were surprised that it opened up in the in the minus 200 range. And it's up in the 240 range uh, right now uh, for this. Uh, but, you know, this is something, you know, we cashed the dog uh, last year in a skins game with Phil Mickelson. I uh, want to pull the trigger again with Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf. They're plus 180 right now. Rory and Dustin are uh, still minus 240. So let's look at the tail of the tape. Ricky Fowler comes in. And, uh, you know, one thing that surprised me, is Ricky Fowler has actually won more than I thought he has in his career. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, he's won nine times, right? I didn't, you know, I, I look at him kind of as a choker and a guy that never wins. 31 years old right now, too. Uh, what, what I find amazing, though, is Rick, so Ricky Fowler is from Murrieta, California, went yep. to Oklahoma State, yet he lives in Jupiter, Florida right now. Matthew yep. Wolf is from Simi Valley, California, went to Oklahoma State, and lives in Jupiter, Florida right now. Well, these guys swap wives, too. Like, uh, what's going on here? Like, uh, what, these guys, like, are they neighbors? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, is Matthew Wolf, like, you know, like Matthew Wolf evidently looks up to Ricky Fowler, I would say. Yeah, well, they both. I mean, he, he's from California. He went to the same school, and then he moved to the same damn town in Florida. If I was Ricky Fowler, I'd say, kid, you got to keep your distance, bro. <laughs> I got to tell you something, Gabe. You know, the get-along gang's looking for a new member, right? Because Jordan Spieth's been so bad the last couple of years. I think they're telling, hey, Spieth, you know, beat it to Texas. And they let Wolf in the gang because Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, all those guys are buddies. Their wives hang out. They party together. They get the yachts. And I will say this. You said it. Fowler has nine global wins, but only five on the PGA Tour. But take a look at the money that he's won. Remember that year he finished top 10 in every major, too. Top five in every major. So, he, he, he's also a guy that makes a lot of money, but sometimes can't close the door. That's a good point. Nine I, wins. That's yeah. global wins. You're right. Five PGA Tour event wins only. So Yet think, he's think, made $38 million in his career. So Ricky Fowler's made 38 
That's pretty damn good. And I'll tell you, it's a great matchup because one thing Fowler does, he's a hot putter and a cold putter. Matthew Wolf also, who people don't know Matthew Wolf, he's barely been on the tour. He already has a win and he hits the ball a mile. So it's not just Dustin and Rory. They're, go they're Obviously, those guys are two of the biggest hitters on tour. I'm concerned about Dustin Johnson's rust. What's he been doing? I don't know what he does. And I'll tell you one thing. Since he's been with Paulina, I'm not sure he's working on his game that hard. He does a lot of extra stuff. Ricky Fowler has a lot to prove, and Wolfman has a lot to prove. So I think at plus 180, it's a good bet. And I will bet on most skins because... Remember, they're carryovers. So one hole might be worth like eight or nine skins. If you take the dog there, you're going to win the bet. I'm betting the dog and the dog team to have more skins in the match, both the plus money. Now, one thing about Ricky Fowler is we talk about the money that he's made, $38 million uh, over his career. He turned pro in 2009. So yep. you look, that's only, it's only about $3 million a year. But the thing is, Ricky makes a lot of money in endorsements as well. So he's made more than $38 million. Yet, when you consider, so he's made $38 million. Uh, he, he turned pro in 2009. It's a little more than, you know, $3 million a year on average that he's made on tour, not to mention the endorsements. Um, so, as Cam mentioned, uh, nine professional victories, five PGA Tour wins. He's been on tour for 11 years. Ricky Fowler's most recent tour victory was the 2019 Waste Management Phoenix Open. His world ranking is 27 uh, right now. Uh, his most current form was uh, 2019 and uh, 2019-20. Two top tens, two missed cuts in six starts. Now let's get into uh, Matthew Wolf. How much has this kid made? Not bad already. I told you, he's good. He's 21 years old, and he's already made $1,948,000 yeah. uh, in his career. Professional victories, one. PGA Tour wins, one. Most recent uh, tour was uh, was the 3M Open uh, tour that he won, Cap, the, the, yep. the tournament. The 3M Open, world ranking 110th. That's a, and that's misleading. I will tell you, he's better than, uh, he plays better than 110. Remember, he's only been on tour a couple of years, already won an event. That tournament, too, he beat another kid, Colin Morikawa, who's one of the best young players. Wolf plays more like a 55 to 60 ranked player in the world than 110. Remember, Gabe, these things are accumulated over time, too. So I think that's going to be baked into the line. You're getting a guy that's actually better than his ranking, already made $2 million and just came on the tour. There's a lot to like, and they both went to the same school. I like the chemistry with Wolf and, F and Fowler. I think... He got a chance. But if you like them, you could wait even a little bit more, Gabe. I think it might get plus 210, 220 before the match starts. And listen, you know, you know golf um, and, you know, you know, skins games. There's different formats. Um, so it seems like they're, they're all playing. They're all playing through. Yep. It's not a best ball. They're all playing through and it's going to be best score after. Yes. So, you know, otherwise it would, you know. A couple of interesting things. It's only going to be like two hours. It's basically like a made-for-TV uh, two-hour event here. I am tempted. It's hard not to be tempted by the underdogs here. Listen, I love, and it's funny because. I've already bet it. There's two <laughs> dudes that I love fading, all right, in golf betting. I think Dustin Johnson is one of the most overrated golfers in the history of golf. You know, like Dustin Johnson's one of these guys. And yeah, he might be great, and you all the golf he, geeks love him and his stroke. He should and he's be so the cool. best. I agree with you. When does he ever win? He underachieves. Yeah, he's an underachiever, so he's always at the top of the favorite board. I'm like, guys, like, he, he really is he going to show up this week? As you stated, you know, I mean, who knows? He's doing doing lines off of Paulina's, um, you know, 
Uh, we can go on. So, hey, guy's got a great lifestyle. Oh, it's amazing to me that Wayne Gretzky's winning attitude never rubbed off on this kid. Well, he's not, well, Wainer's told him a few times, like, hey, Dusty, like, let's go. Let's get it together. And then No he killer sees, instinct, that kid. Well, the thing about Dustin Johnson, you're right. And there's two types of golfers, right? And you talk about the hockey player. He's the opposite of the hockey player mentality. Dustin Johnson kind of rolls through life ho-hum. Like you've even seen in the interviews, like he's half dead. It's like Perry Como in a casket, you know? He's going to yeah, make Wayne, it. Wayne Gretzky was smart, though. Man. Like, <laughs> yeah. make sure his daughter was not with a yeah. hockey player. No, no, no. Exactly. Exactly. He's not with a golfer. No, 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 no. And no, no, no. Not, <laughs> not, not hockey players. Not, not, not hockey players. All right, so... We'll take a break. Uh, game time decisions and uh, catch us uh, weekdays right here at 6 o'clock Eastern. SB Nation Radio. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. Get on the grid at SportsGrid, SportsGrid.com. I am Gable Morenci, the loudest station in the nation, SP Nation Radio. Throw the towel to Ridge Rand. Cam Stewart, we're talking a little golf right now. We'll get, uh, we'll get into some NASCAR. We actually have college football news, um, and um, it's pretty all over the place, actually. College football, we're, all summer we're going to be talking about college football. And, ooh, what are they going to do about this? What are they going to do about that? What are they going to do about this? Uh, but we'll get back to that. Uh, we're talking about this Skins game. Uh, right now, we're just talking about Dustin Johnson. And listen, Dustin Johnson's got a great stroke. Um, you know, obviously, golf purists, they love this guy. They love his game. He just doesn't have that killer instinct. You know, Tiger Woods has that killer instinct. Uh, Michael Jordan had that killer instinct. And I get not everyone's going to have that level of a killer instinct, but I don't think he wants to win enough. It's one of those deals where, you know what I mean? Like, at least before... Man, you know it would kill. You know it would kill Sergio Garcia that he didn't win a major. Yeah, it, it would eat him up. You know what I mean? Like you know, and I know DJ's won majors, but you know, like um, Tiger, it eats him up. Phil, you know, you know Phil when he gets back in his car driving back to the hotel after he's swearing like son of a mother, like you know what I mean? And do you remember the one time? Yep. What's DJ do? Here's Dude, the she, thing. She shocks. She goes has a nice margarita with his super hot wife in a bikini, does some Instagram shots, yep. hangs out with his buddies on a yacht. There's no sense of urgency with this guy. I will say this. The one time Dustin Johnson got really angry, it's kind of like awaking the giant. Remember the USGA? First he got he got jobbed yeah. in that tournament for cheating, which he didn't do. It was a bunker and he grounded his club. I will defend it. We were both... Uh, uh, we were both yeah, out that, that night. That wasn't his fault. But remember, and also the moving of the ball in the U.S. Open, he was on the clock with a two-shot penalty. When he found out, he was so angry he was going to kill people, and he played the best final holes of his life to win that major. That's the only time I've ever seen Dustin Johnson because if he would have lost the tournament again for another cheap penalty on him, he was going to kill people, and that's what he needs. He, he needs, needs that killer attitude. Love that. Yes, he does. He needs, he needs he, so when he's, when he's up there, someone's got to say, hey, did like, you hear did you yeah. hear Brooks Kepka is hitting on Paulina right now? Yeah, exactly. What, what? Yeah, man, I saw him last night. Saw yeah. him last night all over. He said, you're, you're, you're a big jerk. Why is she with you? Yeah, he, like, he you needs to get like, angry. Yeah, get like, angry. someone lied to him. Like, you know, the dude, during the Last Dance documentary uh, for the, um, the Chicago Bulls, they were talking about um, Michael Jordan, and it was B.J. Armstrong, I believe it was. Oh, interesting. And yeah. B.J. Armstrong played with them. 
All right. BJ Armstrong played with the Bulls off. This guy won three titles, Cap. Yeah, I know BJ. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, Iowa yeah. Hawkeye. Remember a little kid with Iowa? He always looks so young, BJ. It's funny seeing him yeah. now. He's old, yeah, but he still has a baby face. He's an old guy. Beer and cigarettes. You're right. He's a man, but he looks like a teenager. Yeah, yeah. So um he talked, he talked about how Jordan would make things up. And I've talked about it in the past. Fake motivation. Yeah, fake motivation Jordan works. would make things up. And basically, he said, he told guys that uh, on the Bulls, and BJ used to play on the Bulls, he said, I right, BJ refused to even say hi to me before the game. And uh, just to get people upset, like he would play little games like that. Like he said, oh, George Carl blew me off and stuff. <laughs> and like, uh, you know, it never happened. It yeah. would be in his head like he would lie to himself almost to motivate himself. It's pretty crazy, like the you know the psychology of a psychotic. And listen, you, we can get into the you know the 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 mind of the mindset of a winner like that. But even Jordan started crying during the last week in a documentary. Yeah, he said, "Do I care if people like me?" And he said, "I." He goes, "People that don't like me never won anything." Yeah, and he started crying, and he said, "Break!" He stopped the camera and it cut. It was like the end of the show. It bang. And it pretty much showed that, and he said, he started out having a tear coming down his eye through his very bloodshot eyes in the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that uh, said, winning has a price, man. Winning has a price. And it does. And DJ just doesn't pay that price. But anyways, uh, he's got a great life. I'm, I'm sure DJ's yeah. very, very upset that uh, Gabriel Morenci says, you don't yeah. have to <laughs> a lot. And also, Gabe, one thing, golfers also with their look, you have to understand, too, it's kind of like a goalie in hockey. Like, you were the crazy type or the introvert. And a lot of golfers, to keep the sanity and play the way they yeah. are, they are quiet and stuff. They don't show that killer instinct on the outside, but some have the fire that burns. And you have Tiger has killer both. instinct to have won, you know, 20 times on a PGA exactly. Tour. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You can't say DJ's not a winner. How many majors has he won, this guy? DJ, I think he's he's got a couple. He's got a couple, I think. Yeah. He's got, uh, what's he got? Actually, you might be right, Gabe. It might be one. Because he got jobbed out of the other one. Yeah, one. Yeah, he's got one major, I think. Yep, one. What has he got? Yeah, he's got one. Should have won the U.S. Open there. I think he has one. That's off the top of my head. He might have two, but I'm thinking one. This is right now. So, Dustin Johnson majors, one. You're saying one, I'll say one, too. Well, I was I counting think, on you. You're the golf. Uh, oh, I don't know. Top, top of my head. That's a lot. <laughs> he's won the U.S. Open. Yep, that's it. Yep, that's it. One. Yeah, exactly. So he's won once. Big deal. Yeah, he should have more. He should oh, have. He's got one, one, one major. It's like I said. I don't. Uh, I don't look at him like I don't fear him. You know what I mean? I've never feared him. I've never bet on him. I never buy in when he always oh, going to win the Masters every year. Yeah. Got two, uh, two, two seconds. He's got, and I remember he should have won the Open Championship. He pissed away a lead. He was coming back and hit one out of bounds. 2011, second at the Open Championship. Masters, second in 2019. You're the uh, one that lost all the money on him over the years. Not me. Oh, I, you've, you've had a million bad beats with this guy. You're right. And PGA champ. So he's come second in every major and won the U.S. Open. So let's talk about it. He has problems closing. And that's in a skins game, that's kind of interesting to me. One thing you could say about Ricky Fowler, when he was in contention a lot of the time, he can close the door. Um, I just like I liked the price on uh, Wolf and Fowler a lot. That's so all. DJ has uh, been on the tour for 13 years. He's won $62 uh, million. He's got 20 PGA Tour wins. His most recent win was in 2019, the WGC Mexico. 
championship world ranking is fifth uh, right now. Um, combined between Rory and um, and Dustin, they have made $114 billion oh, yeah. on tour. Five major titles between the two of them, although uh, four of them uh, are Rory's. Rory's, yep. Which, see, that I would not have guessed. I knew, I knew Dustin, like, had won once. I was like, I don't really, I recall him always finishing second and choking and stuff like that. No killer instinct. Rory, I think, is overhyped personally. He's getting better, though, Gabe. The thing is, I used to have that same attitude the last and few for years, the record, too. You're right. So it's the 2016 U.S. Open, as far as uh, Dustin Johnson won. The 2016 yeah. uh, U.S. Open. Rory's four majors. He won a 2011 U.S. Open, 2012 PGA, yeah. 2014 Open, uh, and 2014 uh, PGA. So man, he's man. This guy's just missing the Masters right he now. He needs the Masters for a career grand Grand Slam. Exactly. That's why so many people liked him in the Masters this year too. He was coming in on good form, but yeah, he'll he'll eventually get the career Grand Slam. I'll make that bet right now. He will get a Masters before he retires. And uh, Rory comes in. Rory's not a kid anymore, though. Thirty-one years old. Nope. But he hits it a mile. I, it's unbelievable for his body frame how big. The one advantage DJ and him have is off the tee. Fowler hits it pretty good for a little guy, and Matthew Wolf hits it big. But these guys murder the ball. So on the par fives, they're going to have an advantage. But I will say this. Dustin Johnson's known to take big numbers. Rory McIlroy, when things go wrong, doubles and triples, not bogeys. I like the ability of Fowler and Wolf to save strokes there. And you say if we're playing every stroke, that's another advantage for the underdogs in this match, in my opinion. Uh, they're playing this at the Seminole Golf Club. Yep, Seminole Golf Club. Yep, they, these guys all know that course really well. Ricky plays there a lot. I'll tell you, man. Interesting. You ever notice Dustin Johnson kind of looks like the Wainer, too? He looks like Gretzky a bit. Yeah, he does. He's uh, got that same. Gretzky has that. Well, Gretzky looks like he's not. Gretzky, you're right. Gretzky has that same nonchalantness about it, but the difference is. Gretzky's beating Sugar Ray Leonard on ABC Superstars and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Like Gretzky was a competitive dude. Yeah, Gretzky was a good baseball player too. He's one of these guys. He even though he was very skinny, he was just you know sort of good, great athlete. Yeah, guy, just sort of a winner, uh, winner, great athlete. And of course, we got Tiger. The 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 Dustin and Rory is going to be cool. I'll check it out. We'll bet on it. And you know what? I'm going to sprinkle. I'm not going to lay big money at minus two forty. So I'll just lay a little bet. You know, 50, 100 bucks on uh, Oklahoma State and uh, see if the Pokes uh, can get it done. I think, I think they can get it done. And I'll tell you one thing, though, uh, with the Tiger bet, which is fo the following week, I've, I've already bet I've already bet them. That's uh, the super hype one. Now, yeah, right, that one's going to be put over yeah. the top next week. And there will be more props for that one, too, because I've been searching around. They already have props like Tiger versus Phil on certain holes. What will Tiger wear? Will he re wear a red shirt? So as that match progresses after, you know, the following weekend, we can have some props there too, but I've already bet the favorite there. I, I You can catch that thing at minus 180 if you shop around. I think that's probably going to go to about 220. That People are going to bet on Tiger Woods and Manning because of Tiger losing to Phil before, and I agree. That's the favorite that I like. I like Tiger and Manning in that one, and uh, Wolf and Fowler, the Oklahoma State Cowboys in the other match as dogs. Uh now, Manning and Brady have both said that they played at medalist uh, before. Uh, Manning said he ran out of golf balls before he got to the 18th hole. Uh-oh. Tom Brady said he shot 106. Okay, perfect. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, the, the thing is, number one, Tom Brady's a cheater. 
So I don't even believe that he shot 106. He probably shot 100. Yeah, 116 or something. He shot 106. I think Manning was telling the truth and he ran out of golf balls. That's the best. I shot 106. No, you didn't. You shot a 127, Brady. Stop lying. Yeah, like I'm going to believe Tom Brady's golf score. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I like to see Brady play Trump, their scorecards after. They both oh shot 72. Oh, what'd you I get got, there, Don? Oh, yeah, you're oh I got a 69. <laughs> what'd you get? Oh, I got a 68. Yeah, but Trump, Trump, the interviews, they interviewed some guy. Yeah, I see all those trophies in Trump's uh, case there. They're all from cheating. Like, the guy would not have won once. Like, yeah, people yeah. Call, <laughs> they call him out all the time. He's a straight-up cheater. Like, you know, foot wedge, you know, pick up. Oh, I got another Titleist three in my pocket. Yeah, come on. The though, Cam, what Trump is... He literally really is the best golfer out of any president in U.S. history. He, sure. he, he really is. That's not enough for him, though, right? No, exactly. He can't just boldly say, you know what? I'm the best golfer president ever. And it's not even debatable. It's true. And he can say, look at me. You know what I mean? There's a story. I know I had Rick Riley on the show. Well, yeah, he wrote the, he, yeah, and he wrote the article, and he said... Trump was playing golf with a donor just, just a couple of years ago. He was playing golf with like a big shot, like, you know, one of the rich, rich donor type of guys and rich donors, kids, there playing too. teenager. And the teenager like um, puts one right on the green type thing. Beautiful shot. My father's like, great shot, son. High five and stuff. Trump puts one. Off the green, all right? It's like a par three can. Puts it off the green, like, ding, like, rolls off. Not horrible, didn't shank it, but rolled off the green type of stuff, right? Yeah. Trump gets to the green and goes, here's my ball. What a shot. Sinks the putt. Yep. The kid goes, that's my ball. The father just sort of elbows the kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, what is that familiar of? That, 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 yeah, you know Remember I mean? like, Mr. Burns when Smithers exactly. is hiding all the balls when he played Homer? And Homer's like, you're cheating. He's like, oh, I got to tell everybody. He goes, no, you're not. Do you and your wife want to get oh, into the club? I told Remember? you. I'm going to be watching. Uh, I'm going to be watching uh, like a neighborhood watch. I'm going to be Brady? like McGruff the crime dog. <laughs> I'm going to watch like every move that Brady and Manning make. I'm watching <laughs> both of you cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll totally do it as a joke. Oh, it's just an exhibition. I was That's about After yeah. he got caught, like, <laughs> do the old, like, the golf ball, like, through the pants. So yeah. it, like, fell out, like, inconspicuously, like, you hey. know, sucked. And then after, I was just playing around, guys. Like, oh, if he got right. caught, I was just joking. That's the no, Phil, were you joking, buddy? I love you. Who's calling in on the cheaters? Gabriel Moretzi. Remember, like, the old guy who used to watch the golf. Ah, Carl Peterson's cheat, cheating. You better give him a bit. People used to call in. I'm like, where did you get the number to call these guys? Well, we should get that journey NBA. I'd be like, he yeah. freaking traveled. <laughs> he traveled. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Rexy throwing down the Ranger Red Cabs to it. I got to tell you, man, I wish, man, I wish that other sports had the same policy that fans could call in with a complaint or a rule. Like, basically, in golf, it used to be um, that you basically call. I always wondered, though. Where's the number? 
Like, well, how do you know what number to call? Yeah, like, like do you call on the, the internet? PGA? Do you yeah, call golf the golf GD club? Like, yeah, it's like, what do I, is like dial a bottle? I can't get an airline on hold. <laughs> exactly. uh, how the hell am I going to get? Hey, can I speak to uh, the grounds, the, the marshal at yeah. uh, Juno Golf Course, please? Like, how the hell do we, like, who do you call? Is there a hotline? I don't know. I follow golf for years. I don't know where the hotline. I don't even know how these guys got through. Mr. Love is cheating. I don't I know. I can't imagine they want every drunk guy knowing a number. Yeah, this is unbelievable. Call it right now. <laughs> Think about it, too. It's cost guys tournaments before where, like, I've had money on guys. I'd love to call in on another guy for cheating. Win, win thousands of dollars. How many times I finished second in a golf tournament. Oh, did, they, did they change that, though? Like, did they stop this? They did, yeah. I don't even know how it worked. Like right now, they have the video. They they have yeah, the video. They have their own. They yeah. have their own Marshall watching now, right? Yeah, they, no more calls from people at home who just want to burn people. Yeah, he's a cheater. Like, okay, <laughs> what kind of sport did that? You're right. Only golf would have people from home watching, ratting oh, out. People. I would so do it. I would so <laughs> do it if I could. Like I said, I could imagine. Imagine if you could like control the, an NBA game, like a bet. Like yeah. You could actually call Secaucus, which is right down the street from me. Yeah, it is. Hello. I can walk over. I can go, like, bang on the door. Hey, hey, Chris Paul traveled. <laughs> like, imagine you call, you just call back, and you go, listen, you need to rewind 18 seconds in a game. He stepped out of bounds. His foot was out of bounds when he took the three. The three doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have the video. They'd be like, they'd be like yeah. how did you get this number, sir? Yeah. How did you get this number? I'd love to have the number of the NBA replay room. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, you'd, you'd be on speed dial with those turkeys, for sure. I remember, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, Cam, but uh, when we were in the, uh, went to the CFL commissioner's office, and we're in the head office and stuff, uh, and he showed, just gave us a little tour of the office. Nice, it's not like NFL office, pretty big though, still nice. And you go into the replay room, and he goes, and here's the replay room. And they opened his door, and there's like, you know, six TVs, uh, they only have a couple, they only have one game on at once all the time, so they only need so many TVs. And uh, I looked at him and I said, man, this room has screwed me more than once, Commissioner. <laughs> exactly. He started cracking up. <laughs> yeah, he was cool, actually. Yeah, he started cracking up. I'm like, man. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.